Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Malthouse Games Podcast. My name is Delton. I'll be your host today, and with me, as usual, is my lovely wife and yellow player, Haley. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Today is a special epicode. Uh, epicode? See, it's already starting off bad. Put that in your definition book. <laughs> uh, it's a, a, a special episode because this is an episode all about Gen Con 2022. Otherwise known as the best Gen Con of all the Gen Cons. Normal Gen Con is now Gen Con. It is now Gen Con, yes. It is the Geneva Con. <laughs> I mean, basically. <laughs> yes. So for you all who don't remember, Gen Con is a week-long experience in Portland, America with our good friend Jennifer. Uh, Jennifer's birthday week is that week. And starting last year, I believe, in lieu of everyone meeting up at Gen Con or the typically big Gen Con in Illinois, uh, she invited some of us to come over to her home and have a little miniature convention at her house out of the generosity of her and her sweet husband, Nick's Hearts. And we had such a fun time this year, and we got to interview her and get her opinions on some beers that we brought over. And we're just really excited to share with you what we did. Exactly. We've got a whole conversation with her coming up in the episode. But before then, we wanted to go ahead and do our regular banter and tell you what we did and what we liked and what we got to see and the games we got to play and go over some of that stuff with you before you get to listen to us chat with Jennifer uh, and Jasper. It has been like three weeks since we recorded. You realize that, right? It's been like three weeks since we recorded and it's been two weeks now today since we got back from Gen Con. Uh, and it feels like it's been so much longer. It's it really crazy. Does. I was like, crap, we got to record. We got to finish. I got to edit. I got stuff to do today. So got wrestling to watch. I do. I have a pay-per-view going to Brian's house tonight. Uh, uh, this is Sunday the 4th. Brian's house today. We're going to play some games. And then tonight we're going to watch the uh, AEW pay-per-view. And then tomorrow is Labor Day. And since I work at a bank, I get Labor Day off. Haley took Labor Day off. So since we I get... made my own schedule, I get Labor Day off. Exactly. So we decided to have a three-day weekend of just relaxing and chilling out and enjoying our weekend, doing fun stuff we want to do. So this weekend, I'm going to go ahead and say what we did before we move into what we did in Gen Con. Uh, essentially, Friday night was a regular old Friday night. We got to go look at some spooky stuff. Um, went to Vintage Stock having sales. I got some... Uh, they did... I don't know if anybody liked Fight Club, the book, or the movie. They did a comic book, Fight Club 2. And they did 10 issues of the comic. You can buy it in a graphic novel. But we found issues 1 and then 3 through 10. Or sorry, 4 through 10. So I'm missing issues 2 and 3. But I picked them up at Vintage Stock because all their comics for this weekend are buy one, get one. And uh, yeah, so we got that. We looked at some spooky stuff. And then yesterday we went to a swap meet. I have to interject. What? I have to do a PSA. What? Public service announcement. If you want to go to Spirit Halloween, you should first go to spirithalloween.com because you'll find a buy one, get one 25% off coupon on their website that you can use, from what I can tell, multiple times in a public service announcement. So it's buy one, get one 25% off? Yes, buy one, get one 25% off. Did you not listen to the PSA? So it's 12.5% off two items. Yes. Okay, I got it. Discount. I wasn't sure. Hey, it's something. Uh, but yes, so then Saturday morning we woke up, we went out to Mary's Swap Meet in Spencer, Oklahoma, just north of Midwest City. Where you could buy a live gun and a live goose in the same go. Yes, it's a classic swap meet where everybody shows up. It opens at 5 a.m., but you people pull their car in and 
set up their tables and set all their stuff on their tables and sell them. It's guns, basically geese and guava. Yeah, there were geese everywhere and ducks and chickens and people selling guns and knives, but also people selling, you know, uh, uh, like some old comic books or they have toys here or they've got interesting household wares here. And it was just an interesting place I've been wanting to go since I found out about it like two days ago. Uh, so we decided to go and had a good time doing that. I bought, um, I found this random booth that had a bunch of Hot Wheels, but they also had a few comics in the back. And I ended up buying the first issue of like four or five different Battlestar Galactica comic runs uh, because I love Battlestar Galactica. And I spent, you know, two bucks a piece on them. And then I bought a Hot Wheel that was a X-Men Hot Wheel. Uh, let me see, the Combat Medic van from like 2018 or something, but it's got Colossus on it. And so I had to buy that. Uh, but we looked, walked around that, and then we went to the farmer's market in Oklahoma City down at Scissortail Park. Uh, that was fine. I think me and Haley, we liked it. We liked the location. It was hot for some reason, so hot yesterday when it was not supposed to originally be. But uh, I think it was fine, but my problem with it, and I think Haley kind of agrees with it, there was no like fresh fruit, fresh veggies, fresh baked goods. There was like two baked booths. One or two that had herbs, one that had some, like, onions and stuff. Whereas when you went to Mary Swap Meet, it was basically everybody putting their garage sale stuff in the back of their trucks or some fruit they grew in the backyard or some yeah. chickens they've been breeding or their leftover guns. You go over to the uh, Scissortail Park, and it's basically a bunch of local businesses putting their stuff in a tent. So, like, you yeah. have local breweries, but they're, like, established breweries, not just, like, home brewers. You have, you know, bread and coffee, but they're local coffee shops and not just people who you know roast their own coffee or anything like that so it was very much a like a, a mini oklahoma city downtown outside basically but that, i think that's why and it might just be the time of year maybe september's too late for what we want but the edmund farmer's market i'm always surprised with how much fresh produce is in and they have those small businesses as well but i feel like if you walk through the edmund one uh even though it's probably the same amount of booths just in a smaller area but I feel like you're like, oh, those fruits look really, those look really good. Ooh, let's hey, those vegetables. Like, I feel like we find more we want. There's people that come up that make pies, and that's all they do is make pies for the Saturday, and then they show up, and you can buy them only there at the farmer's market kind of stuff. So, uh, but we got to go to the farmer's market. Uh, we came home then and took a nap and relaxed, and then we went to Guthrie to go antique store shopping. Uh, I spent $1 on a comic book that I like the cover of, uh, almost bought a... Batman animated series penguin figure that was uh, on the card, really nice condition in this one shop, but Haley had to remind me, I got to focus on what I'm collecting and make sure I'm collecting things I want, not just because I find it and like it, but because I'm actually looking for it. And I had to take that to heart because that's pretty accurate for me. I know you. Mm-hmm. You bought some really cute tea towels. I did. They're probably made in the, I would say mid-50s, but they're little kitty cat and puppy dog tea towels. They are so adorable. Absolutely adorable, but that shop had a sale on all his records, and he had an and he said all of them are originals. That's all he sells, and they were half off. But he had an original Black Sabbath, their first album from '69, mm -hmm. uh, seventy-five bucks. But he said even if it's marked firm, that's still half off. And I was like, that's a hell of a deal for an original Sabbath, like the best. I mean, the, uh, their best album ever. Uh, but I was like, man, this guy's collect. It was a good collection. Like, if you wanted vintage records, he's the person to go to because those are solid and they were in good condition. Like, a lot of them were better than I expected. There were a few that were beat up, but he does a good job cultivating in that shop. But anyway, we did that yesterday. We've told you about today. Now let's tell you about our trip to Gen Con. So Gen Con started 
we left out the afternoon of the 13th, and uh, we had to, I'm trying to think, we flew from here to Denver, laid over in Denver, and then flew from Denver to Portland, got there at like 11.30 or something at night. Uh, Nick came and picked us up, we got back to their house, got to say hi to everybody and greet everyone, uh, which is Nick and Jennifer and Jasper and Mark. It was a smaller group this year. Uh, Sarah wasn't able to make it this year. And then neither was Jonathan. Jonathan, sadly, I guess, came down with COVID right before. Uh, I believe they said he's doing well, which is very good, but he wasn't able to make it. So we didn't get to see some of the people we saw last year, but it was still a very good time and it was nice to see everybody. But we got situated that night. And then the next day, up and at them, boom, boom, here we go straight to Mount Hood. Let's go do some hiking. We did hood rat stuff with our friends. We went on a about four and a half mile hike around uh, the Kite Falls in Mount Hood. And we got some beautiful shots of the mountain. We got some beautiful shots of the greenery. Uh, we did not hike where the blackberries grow this year, but that is okay. It was made up for it by the beautiful sights and the lovely weather. And after that, we actually got to go to an orchard and buy what? Did they get 20 pounds of cherries? <laughs> 20 pounds of cherries. And I think they were down to like a quarter of that left by the time we left. We had a lot of cherries that weekend and Jennifer made a boss uh, cherry crumble. It was so good. I'm normally like not a fan of crumbles and... Uh, what's the other kind? Cobblers. Cobblers and stuff like that. But man, this thing was so good. I loved, like she said, she put too much of the whatever um, arrowroot that like thickens up. Uh, I loved the consistency. I thought it was like perfect for me. And then later that afternoon, we got to go see a waterfall that's just like on the side of the road. Yeah, Multnomah Falls. And that evening, we got to get our butts handed to us for the first of many times in board games. Yes, we did. Uh, that was the night we started games. I figured we'll go over the games after we talk about what else we did. Okay. That way I'm not having to try to like go back and forth in apps and stuff. But yeah, on the 15th, the big thing we did there was winery tours or like winery tastings. We actually went, you know, Oregon has a wine country, which I was unaware of uh, for the most part, but it's a beautiful part of the state. And we went and had two legitimate wine tastings at the wineries, one of which we were the only group there. But it's the most beautiful, I mean, you just look, you're sitting in this patio covered out of the sun, you know, it's Oregon, so the weather's nice. It was like, what, low 80s that morning? At most. Maybe mid 80s at most. And granted, we had just left Oklahoma, where the high was about 112 for the week. So it was much, much nicer to be in a place that wasn't blistering you constantly. But it was so beautiful just looking out and looking into the actual, like, rows of grapes. Something that we've, I've never got to do before. So that was very, very cool, and the wine was very, very good as well. So I really like that. Um, but we got to do that. And then I think that day we just went back and played games and relaxed at the house. Because we're all a little drinky-drinky except for our lovely DD Nick. Yep. Uh, I'm trying to think here. The next day we went and saw the raptors. The next day I took no pictures of birds. You took no pictures of birds? Nope, I just enjoyed. I have gallons of pictures of birds. We I, saw owls. I figured. We saw eagles. We saw golden eagles. We saw bald eagles. We saw... Uh, burrowing owls. We saw barn owls. Burrowing saw... owl. Yes, and we got to see the burrowing owl eat his spaghetti. Yeah, so we got to see, uh, they had like the trainers, the caretakers come through this raptor sanctuary. It was down in Eugene, Oregon, which is about, uh, what was it? Hour and a half, two hours south yeah. of Portland. We've been through Eugene before, but uh, it's a raptor sanctuary, and they, de the, they defined raptors as birds that hunt with their claws, which I thought was fascinating. But... Uh, we got to see a burrowing owl as well as a barn owl do its like training session. It was like, hold this pine cone for the barn owl. And then she would have it drop it or carry it, have it float up in the air. And then they could like, they would feed it these chunks of mice basically. 
Uh, but then we got to watch the burrowing owl, which has always been my favorite owl, and owls have always been my favorite animals forever, so it's easy to say that's my favorite animal. But we got to watch this cute little burrowing owl run around, and she would, like, lead him to run, and the way he would, like, waddle and kick his feet out front of him when he ran was adorable. But the sh- at the end, she was like, I'm going to feed him his spaghetti, but it's not actual spaghetti. Don't worry. It's a mouse tail. And we were like, oh, God, okay. <laughs> he slurps it down. Adorable, but the raptor sanctuary was very well done well-maintained, and uh, really liked seeing all the different birds we got to see, and especially when they got to do their different tasks and chores and get fed and stuff. We got to go to a cool little brewery place that had delicious cauliflower, good nachos, that banh mi was, di- was tasty to me with the tempeh, and good beer, of course. Then the next day, on the 17th, we went hiking out by the coast. Was it Falcon Cape? Falcon Cape. Falcon Cape. It was a hike to overlook Falcon Cape. Jennifer did not realize it was going to be a hike to overlook it. She thought it was a hike to it. So basically, we took a left, a right instead of a left. But you know what? Five miles later, we had the most beautiful views I've ever seen on a hike. It was yes. a gorgeous overlook off the cliffs of the Oregon coast where you got to see the clouds and the waves beat across, beat against the rocks and on the beach. And it was just the perfect temperature perfect wind. Didn't lose my hat. Almost did. I had a fanny pack full of cookies and a group full of friends, so I was a happy camper. It was probably my favorite hike I've done. Be- not Just a combination of everything, right? It was a good group to go with. It was beautiful in the trees and out of the trees. The hike was just technical enough to be like a fun technical, but it was also not overly so to where you're focusing too much on just where you're putting your feet versus what's around you. It was like a nice combo of the two. And then, yeah, the end goal when you reach the last point and you're overlooking this cape was just absolutely beautiful. And then, of course, we did get to go down to the beach and put our feet in the water and get all cold, which was great. Uh, The next day is where we went swimming up in Washington State. And basically, we found this spot where a river comes through and has these little waterfalls and makes these little puddles where it's like, you know, deep. So it fills up. And then the water overflows into the next little uh, deep section, and it just works its way that way in this in the area until it's back to the river. So it creates natural swimming holes, essentially. I tried to get them to lead me there to become a mermaid, to just live in the creek as a mermaid, but they declined. It was extra cold water, but after that long hike and everything, it felt so nice to just sit in the cold and let your body... T- it was almost like an ice bath. It just felt so good for on all my joints and my knees and my muscles to just sit in that cold water and be like, ah. And this was actually Jennifer's birthday. And so we got to hang out with her and have some good beers in the river. And then that night, so Jennifer and I earlier that day had actually already made the trip up to Washington to go get her birthday cake. Yeah. We had an awesome, it was a chocolate zucchini cake that was delicious. It was the one that her, the recipe that her mom used to make, but she made it vegan for us. They were so kind the entire time they had vegan food for us and we're very grateful for that. Oh, deli- I mean, obviously a place like Portland is going to have, you know, different dietary food like coverage and vegan food especially is, it's so nice because so many restaurants are either completely vegan or offer vegan. Like they had a vegan bagel place that did bagel sandwiches and- Ben and Esther's. It absolutely delicious little joint, and the entire place is like vegan kosher or something like that. So super, super cool. Uh, the next day, we drove up to Washington and went to see, uh, it looks like this was our day at Mount St. Helens, which is absolutely worth the trip. If you ever get a chance to go to Mount St. Helens and see the visitor centers and actually go 
check out the mountain itself. It is beautiful and you know, one of those spots where you look and you go, oh, geez, because the closest you can get without hiking on dirt trails is six miles from the actual like peak of the mountain, what's left of the peak, which is now the crater from when it exploded in 1980. And the crater is a mile wide. Yeah, it looks like, oh, we're so close. But then you actually look at it and you're like, oh, no. And then you look and it's six miles away. The crater's a mile across. It's massive. And it just makes you feel like, oh, well, no wonder this was so destructive when it erupted. Like, it's mind blowing. And you get to read all about it in the visitor centers and the people, the main scientist, uh, the old man who didn't want to leave his cabin, all these interesting stories. Very, very much worth going, looking into it, reading about it. We really want to go and go hiking on those trails around there because you can get uh, essentially get closer and get to some cool spots that you can only get to by hiking. You really feel humbled against nature whenever you visit yes. the center. When you see all the shit and be like, okay, this this lake, like the lake we went to, this lake wasn't here until the volcano, you know, kind of thing where it made this area be able to hold water and stuff. It's just, it's wild, but absolutely awesome time. And then I think after that, the next day, I think it's the day we went home. We didn't have to fly out till, was it eight o'clock was when our flight left? So we basically spent the day like chilling, did a few things. Uh, we got to go to Dr. Tongue's. I had that shop, which is a little toy shop I wanted to go to. I wanted, I was wanted to go look at toys, and uh, that's when I bought. Uh, they had awesome condition with the card, not on the card. The bubble had been cut off by the previous collector, but it's a rat trap transformer. The ones that were like the shiny red metal. I had it as a kid. I have not found it anywhere, and he had it, and I had to buy it. So I bought that, and then Haley ordered me the awesome. Uh, old power lift Colossus from like 91 or 92, the old Toy Biz X-Men figure that I wanted because he had it. And uh, yeah, Haley ordered it for me as a very kind gesture. And so I have that now on my wall. I'm to, a nice lady. To der, and very excited about that because I think it's awesome and I wanted it. And I knew he had it and it's in good, great condition. But very cool shop. Yeah, so we visited that. We visited some gardens and yes. we had... We got to see pitcher plants. We got to see pitcher plants. And it was just a very adventure-filled week, filled with love, kind friends, and getting our ass handed to us nightly. For sure. We left out that night. Uh, plane took off at like 8 or something, 8.30. And then we stayed the night in Denver for like a good three hours of sleep, maybe. In the airport. In the airport. Uh, if, you, if you ever have to fly out and you're flying southwest, really anywhere, the sea terminal, which is where all the southwest stuff is, all the way at the end... There's a little escalator that takes you down to this super, super small area where it obviously is like private jet loading and stuff, but it's quiet. The escalator is a constant noise. There was one other person down there the whole night. It was super quiet and an easy place to like get around, brush our teeth, go to sleep and all that kind of stuff. But it was great. And we finally got home on Sunday and very much needed some sleep, which we got, but a very, very good time. I love that we get to go hiking and play games and see nature and play games and eat food. And it's like all the cool stuff you want to do. Speaking of games, what do we play, Delty? So the games that we've played, we've done a couple of them, and I figured we could just talk about those. So, boop -a doop boop boo The first game we played was Valeria Card Kingdoms. That was the one where you've got cards in front of you, and it's kind of like Machikoro style, where somebody rolls dice. Depending on what they roll, it activates their cards and your cards. 
things like that. They were saying basically that, you know, this is the better version of Machi Koro. Highly agree. Actually enjoyed that one quite a bit. Um, if you want a game where you roll dice and the cards you've picked determine what you get from that, uh, it's definitely the one to look into. I think the biggest thing I liked about it is that when you roll the dice and you roll like a two and a four, you get to activate the two, activate the four, and then add them together and activate a six. So it's really nice that you get three numbers with every die roll, and if you get doubles, extra things can trigger from that. So I really uh, thought that was like a pretty cool game, and in that style of game, I think that's probably my favorite I've played for sure. How many of the games, like what percentage would you say Mark won? I can tell you. How many games did Mark win? So Mark won one, two, three, four, five. Uh, That's cooperative. Six. Uh, that's a team. That's a team. What's just his win percentage on his profile? He won six because the other ones are all part of a team. In terms of other solo games, uh, Jennifer won that one. And then Nick won that one. Nick won that one. Nick won that one. Uh, and then I won the last game. Yeah. What's the win percentage? Okay. Uh, win percentage. You're making me, I'll do all this stuff on the, on the fly here. Uh, I got to find it. Hold on. Think here. Uh, according to my app, uh, total win percentage is a 48%. For who? Mark. For Mark. Yep. Out of 17 games. But you have to think that also includes like uh, cooperative games or team games where the team might have lost kind of thing. Yeah. So if you include all that. But not including those, I think Mark probably won probably at least 80% of the time. That's what it felt like. And then it was like Nick next. And then Jennifer. We're just watching uh, Mark and Nick plan out their turns, and you can tell that trigonometry is going on. Mm-hmm. And so For sure. I, I like plan my turn, like, oh, yeah, I have an idea of what I want to do. And you look over at them, and they're earning a PhD in the board game as they're playing. <laughs> and yeah. of course, they destroy us. <laughs> yeah, that's how it felt most of the time. Uh, but yeah, so we did Valeria Card Kingdoms. We got to play Project L. Uh, we actually played it twice. Mark won the first night. Jennifer won the second time. Uh, and that's the one that Nick sent us home with. <laughs> was Project L with its expansions. Uh, I think he was not the biggest fan of it. And was like, here you go. You guys can just take this one. So very nice of him. Um, that is now on our shelf. So we'll be able to play that some. We got to play Hansa Teutonica. Because we like that game. We've played that with them online. And we got to play it physically. Which is good. Uh, still a game I like a lot. Played Ascension Tactics, the miniatures deck building game. That was me, Mark, and Nick. That was, I think you had already gone to bed. Or you and Jennifer were doing, oh, you guys were playing. Air, uh, what is it? Land what? versus Sea. Land versus Sea. Which is my new favorite two-player game. And I know that's blasphemizing by how much I play patchwork. But, mm-hmm. oh my God, it was so much fun. And that was one I actually won at least once. So how, how does that one work? So you have to place your tiles in order to completes either a land structure or a sea structure, depending on which person you are. So if I played land, I want to place my tiles to where my I have a completely enclosed island. If you're playing the sea, you want to place your tiles until you have a completely enclosed sea. And so once you do that, all the tiles within that sea or within that island count for points. And you have like little specials on there. So you might have, you know, this earns you an extra few points if you have this octopus or you know, this tile, once you play it, you, you, you're able to play a second tile. But it's a super simple game, super fun. I actually won one. I think Jennifer won the other two. By God, it's a win. Hey, I'll take it. That's one that I want to play really badly. 
uh, Ascension Tactics Miniatures deck building game. That one, if you've ever played Ascension, the deck building game, where it's, you know, you play some cards to buy more cards for points or to beat up the bad guys or whatever, it's essentially the same thing, except your everything you're buying is moving and adapting and doing things to miniatures on a board where it's basically an area control game tied into the deck building. So that was pretty cool. Uh, I think it would be my favorite at two players instead of three, but had a very good time doing that. Uh, we got to play Metro X, which we've talked about, is maybe my favorite roll and write because of how simple and clean it is. Uh, we played a bunch of rounds of Magic Maze, which is very difficult, and uh, just one of those real-time games that's it's fun with a lot of people, but I also think it'll be fun with just two. Like, more fun, depending on kind of how you approach it, I guess, and how, how well you work together, because it's very hard to see everything that's going on, especially with more people. Uh, we also played New York Zoo incorrectly <laughs> uh, several times. You really liked New York Zoo. Yes, it's one of my new favorite Uves. Uh, yeah, so it's an Uwe Rosenberg game. Uh, essentially, New York Zoo is his, like, polyomino thing where you're like, oh, look, Tetris pieces. And you're moving around the board getting animals, and the animals have to go in these Tetris pieces because you have a zoo, but only animals of the same type can go in a, on a piece once a piece is full, it pops, which allows you to add in like, oh, now you get to add in this carnival ride to your park, to your zoo, blah, blah, blah. And you slowly build out your zoo doing that. Uh, so that one was fun. We played Parks, which Nick won. Uh, that one, the scores were ridiculous, I feel like, because, yeah, I had 27. You had 26. Jennifer had 30. Mark had 46. Nick had 50. Yeah, so it that's was, what we were up against the entire time. <laughs> that was also a three-hour game of parks. I don't know how, but it was. Uh, I played Keystone North America, which is the new one from Rose Gauntlet Games, which is Isaac Vega and Lindsay Rhodes Company. Finally got that Kickstarter in. Nix showed up, so we were able to bust it out. I was able to freshen up on the rules since I had play-tested it early on, and we were able to play that, uh, which was a good time. And, of course, uh, Nick won, so that was... Uh, one of him, either him or Mark again. That one was me at 97, Mark at 105, and Nick at 114. So pretty close. We played a bunch of rounds of Decrypto, which we've talked about. Uh, give clues to your team, but try not to let your opponents guess uh, what's happening, basically. And it was me, Jennifer, and Delton against Mark and Nick. Yeah, it was very fun. Uh, we got to play Jennifer's game, Tooth or Bear, which we always enjoy. Just kind of a fun, lighthearted, get-to-know-each-other party game. I love that game. I cannot wait for it to be published. I know that there are supply chain issues, but gosh, I hope it. I hope it's soon. It's so much yeah. fun. I think it is a very good like icebreaker game, and just you know, it's a fun version of. There's all those party games where it's like, ah, oh, pick your favorite, pick this and that. But I think this one's more interactive and actually gets the people involved, and it's not just like most of them where they're like dick jokes and stuff. Like this one's actually the the comedy comes from some of these things you're having people do or questions they're answering, and it's just fun. And the thing is, like, so, for example, there's one that is uh, sing a song that you can sing from start to finish. And, you know, if you don't feel comfortable doing it, then what you can do is you can pass it and someone else can take the card, and they're going to get the points for it. Yep. But you're not pressured to have to perform. It's not a truth or oh, you have to do this or the game can't go on. Like, no, you can you can pass if you're uncomfortable. Exactly. Or you sit there as Jennifer sings Tom Petty. <laughs> yes, breakdown <laughs> to a great rendition. Uh, we, me and you tested out Marvel Dice Throne, just like uh, several rounds to get an idea for it, which as Nick put it, it's Yahtzee with powers. After playing it, it's Yahtzee with powers, but it's pretty neat. Uh, I, I've always looked at the Dice Throne games, didn't know what they were about. 
they're they're basically Yahtzee with powers, but I could see that being fun if you want to goofy, throw some dice and have some fun. Uh, you were taking a nap while we played Pandemic and actually won, and it was literally like the last turn because uh, I was telling like Mark and Nick that we've never finished Pandemic Legacy. Like we we're not great at Pandemic. We've not won often at all. Like maybe twice. I feel like maybe it's more than that, but it's not been a lot. Just not very good at it, but also. I don't know, just not great at it, but Nick was saying no matter what, play through Pandemic Legacy. Just me and you, each of us take two characters and go through it, and they say that it's just a great time. And then the last game of the trip was Hidden Leaders, which I won. Surprisingly, I don't know how, but I'll take it. You cheated. I cheated. Uh, No, but I really liked Hidden Leaders. Hidden Leaders is essentially you have an alliance with two colors, whether it's red and black or blue and green, or is there a yellow? I can't remember. I don't think so. There was red, black, blue, green. Is that it? Yes. Those four. Either way, you have two things matching, right? All the cards you play are adjusting these two pieces on a track. And depending on the positioning of those two pieces depends on which color wins the game. And uh, they have like an order in which you resolve. It's like, oh, if both the pieces are in the black region, then the black color is going to win. Then you go to the people. You find out who's aligned with what colors. And if you have an alliance with that color that won, you then get to reveal how much, by the other cards you've played, how much like influence you have with that color. And I was able to squeeze out a win. I actually really enjoyed that one because all the lying and deception in it, which isn't really lying and deception, but all the like stuff is mechanical. It's yeah. not based on lying to your friends. I knew you cheated. I didn't cheat. <laughs> I actually won. Uh, but that's all the games we played. I'm always surprised that we don't play like more or different stuff. But we have such a fun time, and I never care. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we get to play things. Cool. And then that's basically my attitude the whole time. But the entire trip was so much fun, not only because we got to do so many cool experiences. We got to go on so many neat hikes. We got to play so many fun games. But the people that we were with for the entire trip really made it worthwhile and great. Jennifer is such a sweet and kind person. She's so funny. She's so creative in her games. And she's just so warm and engaging. I feel like. We had such an enjoyable time. We, we learned from each of them the whole time. Nick taught me about coding. Mark taught me about how to like test protons or whatnot in the lab. I didn't understand, but I tried my best. <laughs> uh, they showed me pictures. And I still didn't get it. But uh, Jennifer is just such a sweet, warm, fun person. And Mark and Nick are the same. And we're just very grateful to be able to spend a whole week with them. Oh, for sure. And it's something that you know we're very, very happy to be selected to come hang out and do that kind of thing and be invited to take part in this experience every year exactly it's very 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 fun so this episode is different because we're talking about it i didn't realize we talked for 30 minutes for this so far because we also have to hear from jennifer i don't know how long that'll be because i still haven't edited it down yet i'll do that right after we finish but uh yeah so this is a special episode about our experience in portland so Now we're going to jump to the recording where we spoke with Jennifer at her house in Portland. That way you can listen to us talk about Gen Con and random things and you can hear from her yourself. And meet Jasper. And meet Jasper. Hello, we are here at Jennifer and Nick's in Portland for Gen Con 2022, the second annual Gen Con. Uh, I forgot what I'm supposed to do already. (laughs) I'm really tired and I've had a beer. (laughs) Um, we also introduce who we have with us today. So with us here, it's me and Haley. We, of course, have the lovely Jasper boy, who is laying on the bed, looking very sad and sleepy now. 
Jasper, for those of you who are not sitting in this room with us right now, he is a 115-pound baby. Yes. He's a giant Rottweiler baby. But with him, petting him currently, is his mother and a host of Gen Con 2022, which is Jennifer. Hello! We've talked about Jennifer and Nick several times on the podcast. Uh, talked about, was it Gen Con 2019 when I volunteered? That sounds good. Not the not the seventeen kind of was Gen our Con. no normal Gen Con in the app. Not with it, with a G. Gen Con. With a G. Because twenty seventeen was our first Gen Con. Eighteen we went together again. Gen Con. Gen Con. And then nineteen Geneva is when Con. I met Jennifer because we both volunteered for Tuesday Night Games. Yes. Yeah. So yes. Uh, so we're back at Gen Con. We've talked about it before. Uh, we're here, but yeah, we have Jennifer with us. Hello. Long time Malt House Game supporter too. Mm-hmm. Patreon backer. We really support you. Thanks. We really support her. <laughs> We really appreciate you. I'm tired. And support. Yeah, and it's support. been a long day. We, yeah, we've been, uh, we've been going hard. We've been going yeah. at it. We've been going Taking very hard. three naps today. You I have should. taken three separate naps today. I should have a higher cognitive functioning, but nope. Mm-mm. Not today. I'm going too hard this week. That's fine. Everything's fine. And so, Jen, what is Gen Con? Gen Con is essentially a, a week-long celebration of my birthday that... So, when... We were house hunting. I was talking to Delton and I was saying like, hey, how we are, we're looking for a house and we want it to have at least three bedrooms because both my husband and I work from home. So we got to have offices and blah, blah. And Delton had sent me this like massive house with like (laughs) 10 bedrooms. And he was like, you should buy this house. And then we could all come and just have a big game celebration. A big Gen Con, and I spelled it with a J. <laughs> yeah, well, and so then you guys, like, were talking about it on the podcast, and I think it, um, Haley, you had coined the term Gen Con. Mm. Yeah. I thought it was me. No, yeah. <laughs> don't steal my thunder. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, and Nick and I were talking about it, and we were like, we kind of could do that. Because the house that we've purchased has an apartment in the basement. Okay. Um, that we rent out. Our offices both have enough space for our desks and additional furniture. So we're able to like have all of our friends come over. (laughs) Um, And so we pick the week of my birthday. We do uh, the weekend before and after. So it's actually a full 10 days, but that allows folks um, who can't come for the full week to at least come for one weekend or the other. and I look up a bunch of touristy things to do in the greater Portland Northwest here. And we go do those things during the day. And then in the evening, we play board games and eat. We eat. We eat. We eat. We eat. Good food. We eat good. Very good. That food tonight was so good. Burrito I don't know how they did that head. vegan asada. And then that quesadilla was bomb. And happy really birthday, good. by the Thank way. Thank you. Yeah, today is the birthday. Today is the birthday. Yes, today we went swimming in a river. A very cold river. Yeah, in very. the in the Washougal in Washington. Washougal River. It was Delton's first time to go to Washington. Yeah, my first time going to Washington. It was Cheers. in the mountains. Cheers. Yeah, Haley has no beer, but still. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it's uh, not <laughs> It was in the in the mountains in Washington in a very, very cold river with somebody's random dog greeting everyone. So it was like exactly <laughs> what was, you think Washington is. It was wonderful. Everyone's here. It was a good time. And so, Jen, what's been your favorite Gen Con experience so far? Of the two years or just this year? I say the two years, like yeah. that's a that's a really tough one because we've done a lot of 
cool things, a lot of fun stuff. Um, I really liked the introduction last year of like everybody getting into town and we, we actually started before you guys got here because you guys flew in that day. We went to the Japanese garden. You touched my butt. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then you guys came and met us at the Rose Garden, um, which was the first time that I had met, ever met you in real life, mm-hmm. IRL. We did video chats and stuff, so I know what you look like, but I was not prepared for how tiny of a person <laughs> that you are. She's like, pick me up, like, both hands on my butt, just like, pick me up and hug me. It was a glorious <laughs> hug. A great introduction. Well, your backpack was so low, that was the only <laughs> handhold available. Um, yeah, for for listener reference, um, I am a six-foot giant person. Um, so I think other listeners know that Haley Squirrely Geek is the size of a squirrel. So, How tall are you? Five? I think five, three. Five, four? Oh. Five, four, if I believe in myself. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we went to the Rose Garden. Uh, then we took everybody downtown and had lunch at Von Ebert Brewing, mm-hmm. and then uh, went to Powell's, mm-hmm. and then came back here. I don't even remember what we ate for dinner. I have no that clue. Day. Um, but I remember we played a bunch of games. We we did the same thing that we're doing this year, just like staying up way too late every, every night. night. <laughs> yeah. Just like, oh, it's 1.30. I guess I should get ready for bed. It's like, let's add, let's do a lot of physical exertion and get real tired and stay up real late and then wake up and be like, man, I'm still pretty tired, but let's go do more physical exertion. <laughs> but it's also great because it's... It is. It's just been fun. Hence the three naps today. Yeah. 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 So what's, your, what's been your favorite Gen Con mm. experience? Haley? Oh, man. I'm going to turn it around on you. It's coming. How dare you? I'm not used to this. <laughs> oh, man. I... Really, really, really enjoyed yesterday's hike. Uh, we were going to walk out to the beach, and we went on a hike. And I, I, I don't know what I was expecting on the hike, but I was not expecting to overlook the Oregon coast and see the waves mm-hmm. crashing up against this beautiful tree-lined shore and just sit there and eat a <laughs> vegan cookie while overlooking this magnificent, beautiful mm-hmm. coastline. What was that cape? Cape Falcon. 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 It's Cape Falcon. Nice. Yeah, it's in Oswald West State Park, just south of Cannon Beach. Yeah, very, very beautiful hike. But I, I really liked it because I, I love our hikes together. I feel like we're all of us are kind of going the same pace. Mm-hmm. We all take breaks at the same time. We all get to just chat the entire way up and the way down. Or there are peers where we're just kind of like in silence looking at nature. They put up with me when I say, hey, look at this tree. I just got to stare at it for like a minute because I think it's just awe-inspiring. And so I, I enjoyed that a lot. I enjoyed the company. I enjoyed the views. I enjoyed the broken cookie in my bag. It was a great day. Mm-hmm. And your favorite, Dalton? They've all, they've all been good. Shoot, I don't know. This year or both or? All of it. Oh, God, that's so much. We'll, stare, we'll stare at you until you I can't know. remember what I did last year. We did a lot of stuff. You did do it. We also were here a lot less time last year. Yeah. So we had to do less stuff, but still stuff. Um, shoot, I don't know. There's a lot. I really, really liked that hike. I did really like the... Uh, the predatory bird place. I can't think of what they called it. Oh, uh, the raptor center. The raptor center because in Eugene. A, I got to see a burrowing owl, which is my favorite kind of owl, favorite favorite animal. Got to see and then spaghetti. we we got to see him do his little tr- training where they're like, okay, run over here, and his little the way he ran his little feet was adorable. And then I also fed that barn owl and like made him do hold the pine cone, drop the pine cone, float up in the air, which was really cool. And then just seeing like a golden eagle for the first time and multiple bald eagles and. 
all this kind of stuff was a really a really neat place. Plus, the food at that brewery was bomb. Yes. That's really good. Tell about the burrowing owl spaghetti. Yeah, they had burrowing out. I said, do you want your spaghetti? And the lady was like, it's not real spaghetti. It's a mouse tail. And she like pulls out a mouse tail because they're just feeding them chopped up mice, basically. And she like gives it to him and he like slurps it down. It's all weird. I love burrowing owls. They're so cute. And then they had the other one little kind of owl that looks like it's a owl been compacted. It's like a never left baby owl form. But that might be it. It might, it might be the raptor. Might be the raptor sanctuary. Just because that was such a neat thing to see that the bird. And like when they fed them and trained, did the little like, oh, come over here, move over there, fly over here, catch this, drop that. It was just cool to see. You don't see that often. I know with the like watching that barn owl just kind of float. That was eerie. Yeah, when he would float and, and then hover for a second, it was yeah. like really interesting. And so, Jen, what have been some of your favorite games you've played at Gen Con? I really liked uh, the other day, even though it seemed like I wasn't paying attention because I was doing dishes. Uh, I really liked Hansa Teutonica. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it did very well, but we should probably explain that our friend Mark just wins everything. Yeah. And if he doesn't win, Nick wins. Right. Yes. Right. Oh, big sneeze. Are you going to lay down? I really liked uh, Hansa Teutonica. That was a fun one. Uh, I liked Parks last night, even though I'm fairly con- like convinced that n- Nick and Mark somehow cheated. Oh, well, they nearly, they nearly doubled our score. Yeah, seeing as how they beat us both by at least 20 points. Yeah, played Project L. We, uh, you guys played Land vs. Sea. Oh, that's I a great one. I loved that one. I, I, I really played cute. that one with Haley and with Mark, because that's one of my favorite two-player games. You guys played Regicide. We also played uh, New York City Zoo. Oh, yeah. yeah. We never got the, the rules right. No, we played, like, <laughs> well, we played, what, we played three times. Played once, and then we played a second time, and then reset, like, two turns in, and then played the third time, and never got the, all the rules right. Yeah. We'll oh, figure it out. Good time. One of these days. Yeah. No, it's been fun. We've been playing a lot of just games. Yeah. And so, speaking of games, you can have games without beer. I mean, you can, but not on the House Games podcast. That's true. What do we have today, Delty Poo? Okay, so I just finished my old Rasputin Porter, or sorry, Stout, Russian Imperial Stout, uh, which I haven't had in a long time. We have had it on the podcast at some point, but I don't remember when. Probably yeah, pretty early. I don't remember, like, why we had it, where we got it. It was a bottle. Was it a bottle? Yep. They're, they're, they're distributed a lot further than you expect, but mm-hmm. they've always been, like, super good, and I've never seen the big 16-ounce can. But it's a solid Russian Imperial. And then Jennifer just polished off, or is about I'm, to. Yeah, I'm finishing the Woodland Empire Peach Party. It's a sour brew, beer brewed with peaches and apricots. Mm. With the creepy peep and peach? Yeah, with the peep and peach. You'll have to take a photo of the can. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I will. That was really good to drink on the uh, the river today. Yeah, when we went swimming in that cold water and we had beer in a place that we totally are allowed to have beer. Yes. Um, just <laughs> FYI, we were indeed. There were no signs at all that said we couldn't. Yep. Not, that not we that, all completely missed. None of that. Not nope, that we nope. saw. Beforehand. See if I can split this up in an equalish manner. That looks, that looks like pretty close for just eyeballing it. Good enough. Look at me, all you engineers Look in the at house. That color, it's pretty. It's beautiful. Yeah. So this is cactus attactus sour. <laughs> Why Sa- didn't I know that? Cact- cactus attactus. <laughs> I just saw prickly uh, pear, and I oh, I know. that's funny. It's a sour ale brewed with prickly pear. This is from Hopworks Urban Brewery or Hub. Gimme, gimme, gimme. I need more information. 5.3 alcohol by volume. It is a 16 fluid ounce beer. Uh, they don't give us any other info. It's got pretty can art. It does have pretty can art. That's I do have a picture of That's kind of how I pick 
all all my beers it's like that's oh, pretty yeah. good can design really can draw your eye we have a company out of tulsa called neff brewing all of their stuff which we had no clue is gluten-free but they have really good beer, and all their can art is very like uh, like seventies like NASA inspired. NASA. Yeah, it's all like oh. spaceships and and the 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 rainbow. I don't even know. It's just interesting. I'll have to find the cans. I can't remember the name. <laughs> Again, of Delton's had like a forty five percent porter at Let this point. Nine percent. So yeah, it's it's got like a a little bit of a. It's like an orange. It's like almost a, orange. a tiny bit of peachy, pink, like a little bit of pink, very very light into it. I feel like it's but, most yeah. it's mostly orange. Mostly orange, yes. I yes, it is mostly orange. An amber, okay? It's amber. <laughs> like it a smells has. tart. Mm. Super sour. Very good carbonation. Mm. Mm. Oh, man. I, I You really taste the prickly pear. It, you can taste that. Because prickly pear, it's hard to pinpoint because it does taste different yeah. than a lot of other fruits. But I, well, what's it closest to? Uh, I would say, like, taste-wise, kind of like a strawberry. Okay. I was thinking maybe maybe like an apricot, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, Jen, what kind of beers do you typically mm. like to have whenever you're playing games? I'm typically a sour fan. I like a Goza. Um, I like... So, I, I was telling Delton, I'm anything that has sweet flavors to it. So, that's, you know, real light beers, like sours, Gozas, Saisons, or real dark beers, like Porters and Stouts, mm-hmm. um, or even... You know, you've seen, like, the strong ales. Um, mm-hmm. I do like a Mexican beer. Like, I like just a Negro Modelo. Um, I don't... I wouldn't say that I have any specific beer that I prefer when playing games. Uh, I'm more, like I said, just like, that can's pretty. I'm gonna drink it. Um, and occasionally I'll try and pair stuff with food, but I don't. I don't usually care much. Unless it, like, really doesn't go. Like, the other night when you brought that that mango sticky mm-hmm. rice sour yeah. with the Thai food. Mwah. Yeah. That was perfect. It was, like, nice and crisp and sour to cut through, but also yeah. had similar flavor profiles. Right. Yeah. So, when something, like, with something like that where it's like, oh, I have this thing that's going to go. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's success. But otherwise... I always try to find, if I'm pairing beer with food, I try to find something that doesn't even have to go with it. I just don't want it to go against it. Right. You know, I don't want to be like, oh, I love this really delicate sandwich I'm eating that has these bright vegetables and blah, blah, blah. And then I'm drinking like an oatmeal stout that's just overpowering my taste buds and, you know, whatnot. Or a sour with carbonara. Or a sour with a carbonara. Yeah, I don't want to do that. (laughs) I feel like your your, um, taste, like the sour to the, like the porters, the darks, like they're on such a far end of the spectrum, they almost come back to meet each other. It's like, oh, yeah, we're reunited by the sweets. It's, yeah, it's just basically, like, all the sweet mm-hmm. stuff and, like, all that bitter stuff in the middle, you guys can have it. That's all. That's all for Ben. <laughs> it's all, yeah. All the IPAs. Oh, yeah. And so, uh, what are you looking forward to for the rest of Gen Con? Tomorrow, we are going to go to Mount St. Helens um, and go to the visitor center up there and actually like see the mountain and maybe do a hike around a lake that's over there i'm really excited i've never been up there you can see it from my house you can see mm-hmm. mount st helens through from my house through the windows um which makes you feel like it's close but it's still like a two-hour drive <laughs> yeah um that is kind of the cool thing about this area the portland area is 
we have these volcanoes that had just sort of spring up out of valleys, basically. And, and you can see them and they get snow all year round because they're so tall. Um, like Mount Hood is like a, a Portland staple, right? And so mm-hmm. we went there um, earlier this week and, and did a hike and then went to the, the orchards at the, at the base of it. And, and there was snow on top and it is August, which is the heat of summer. Yes. Yeah, and there's a very clear tree line. Yes, very, Trees, very clear. stop here. No more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's completely different than the mountains I grew up with because there's just like the one. Mm-hmm. Whereas I grew up in Colorado where you have the Rockies where it's an entire mountain range, um, which is complete like there, right? The earth just like pushed together and made mountains. Whereas here, the earth just like spat out mm-hmm. and made a volcano. It's, it's like, like a this is a mountain now. It's the pimple of terrain. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> oh, terrain. damn it. This thing, and then it explodes and then it's the bad ones that scar and it's just left there forever. That's what it is. <laughs> you have this yeah. divot. You just have this divot. And every <laughs> once in a while it grows back again. You're like, damn it. Whereas like the Rocky Mountains are like a spine. Yeah. They yeah. They just, they live there. Exposed right. forever. Yeah. I, the mountains here are fast. Like anytime I get to see mountains, because the first time I really saw mountains, I saw mountains in Red River. And that was really impressive, but when we flew to Portland and I saw Mount Hood, I was like, that's a mountain. Like, yeah. it was this huge moment. But it's also one singular, like you said, it's a volcano. And so, it's that been interesting like, to see. That was like little kid joy for you. That say. was little. That was also, like, my first time flying to this coast. We got to see uh, Pacific Ocean for the first time. And so, it was like all these big firsts. But that was, like, first time for singular mountain out of nowhere. And it was just neat. It's been neat to see how mountains work here. And they're very different. But also so are the trees. We've talked about that. The trees here are massive. They're so tall. <laughs> they're so tall. Especially on that hike the other day where one tree trunk's like, what do you think it is? 20 feet around diameter? We could have probably all bigger. held hands around the tree and, and not, not touched. And then it's almost that exact same size for 150 feet? Maybe bigger? Yeah. Yeah. We uh, we make them big over here. Uh-huh. That's like yeah. our whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Did good job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. that was me. I'll take credit for that. <laughs> good, good trees, good mountains, good vegan food, good beer, and good friends. Oh, yeah. vegan vegan food in Portland is uh, that's like one of our things. Yeah, yeah, it's so nice. We, the vegan taco stuff today. I mean, we had vegan food the, the whole week, and it's all been just delicious. Yeah, there hasn't just, been anything I didn't like. We did Thai food last night. What did we do the night before? Mm-hmm. Oh, we did Indian. We it was that the, burger from the Indian place, yes, which is a really uh, good burger. It's my. Gen Con coincided with uh, Burger Week in Portland this 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 year. Mm-hmm. It's pretty sweet. Um, Tiki masala fries changed my life. Made me believe in love again. It was delicious. Yeah, yeah. that's a wonderful invention. And I'm just gonna have to buy tikka masala sauce and make tikka masala sauce. Roast, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're you just out it. here like, oh, I'm just gonna one up you with making things. <laughs> you can make it. That's why God made I mean, you, jars you, you, you made that solace, cherry right? crisp, though. So you can make things. That was a freaking good cherry. Oh, yeah. So they, uh, Nick and Jen, bought 20 pounds of cherries our second day here. Uh-huh. And she made a delicious cherry crisp. Uh-huh. And I, we've probably, what, gone through, what would you say, like? At least half. At least 10 pounds of cherries in the last oh, yeah. eight or I think seven Mark days. has eaten most of them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Yeah, well, crisps are my new favorite not pie desserts because they taste just as good pie, but they're not nearly as much work. Yeah, it's the crust. It's you, you throw a whole bunch of fruit and sugar and I use arrowroot. You can use cornstarch. Throw a bunch of that together. Put it on the bottom. You put your 
butter, your brown sugar, your oats. Put the oats in after. Put that on top. Bake it for 50 minutes. Done. So much easier than pie. Yeah. And so good. As delicious. What should you do? I want to put that in a pie crust. That's you can do it that way. Like, you could do the, the crumble top Ooh, on, yeah. on a pie. Because Haley makes a killer pie crust. Right now. Speaking of <laughs> dessert, we do have a birthday cake. Birthday yeah, cake! Yeah, birthday cake! So what is your birthday cake? Because this is a special kind of birthday cake, right? Yeah, so every year since I can remember, um, when I was a kid, my mom made me chocolate zucchini cake. Because August, of course, that's when everybody's gardens start to put stuff out, including zucchini. There's a, there's a joke of like, hey, it's really hot. You know, make sure that you don't leave the cracks in your windows too big because otherwise your neighbors will come along and leave produce in your cars. Because um, <laughs> everyone here grows stuff in their yards, basically. Yeah. Um, so we always had zucchini cake as a kid. And so I started making chocolate zucchini cake for my own birthdays. I made one last year. Um, but I decided to outsource it this year. Um, found a gal, asked her to adapt my recipe to vegan. Because my recipe includes like sour milk um and butter and other not vegan things and she was like yeah no problem i can do that um and she did this beautiful design um one of the things that we did what two days ago the first i don't remember when we did it um (laughs) on this trip is we went to wine country Mm -hmm. here in oregon and went wine tasting which i think you were saying that that you guys had never been to an actual vineyard mm-hmm. winery right. before never. no never never like that no at all um, like i said we've been to the teensy one in branson that's like this tastes like grape juice and you're just standing there and they give you a shot glass with wine in it but this was like wine tasting with literally the vines were 25 30 feet away and i was like this is cool yeah so i told her that that was one of the activities that we were gonna do um and so she made this double tiered cake with um chocolate wine it's like she dyed it red somehow i don't know mm-hmm. makes it look like a merlot or a pinot noir which is what oregon wine country is famous for is spilling out over the cake and it's got all these grapes around it and yeah you know, i'll send you a picture you can put it on yeah it looks it looks delicious and i'm excited to eat it your social <laughs> media yeah so yeah, she adapted it to vegan for me, and I'm excited. Chocolate zucchini mm-hmm. cake. Um, did we have one last year? Did you make yeah. one? I did make one last year. Okay, I, I didn't so. cook it enough, so it was still gooey like brownies. We still liked it, if I remember um, correctly. Yeah, we it was, had a bunch of still, oh, it tasted good. I will eat <laughs> cake, <laughs> cooked or not. I will eat cake. You can just give me the liquid batter, and I'll drink it as long as it's vegan. Yeah, give me a straw. Give me a straw. One of those uh, boba straws, though. I got. Go. I have a fast intake of cake. <laughs> like a milkshake straw. There you go. Yeah. Jen, we've had so much fun at Gen Con. We're very grateful to have the opportunity to come spend your birthday week with you. But most of all, we're really grateful to call you a friend. Oh, I'm so happy you guys came. This is, I, you said this is the second annual. Like, last year was so much fun. Mm -hmm. I was like, I got to one-up it this year. (laughs) I got to come up with all new things, but do some of the old stuff. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, more food, more games, more everything. And it wouldn't happen if nobody showed up. So well, I'm glad we could. We're glad we Very could glad too. We could. Yeah. So it's fun. been such a wild, crazy year. And last year, I'm glad we could make it with the whole pandemic thing. And this year, I'm glad we could make it with the whole pandemic <laughs> yeah. thing. So yeah. Testing negative, staying positive. There Woo! you go. Yeah. yeah. 
Alright, let's go eat some cake, huh? Let's go eat some cake. cake. Okay, bye! <laughs> well, I think that that's going to do it for this episode then. So I'm glad we got to bring in that snippet from Jennifer. Uh, at some point, we should actually like bring her on through you know, the intranets. And speaking of Jennifer, we need to thank our Patreon backers. We do. So thank you so much to all the people who back us on Patreon. An extra special, special, special shout-out thanks to all the Patreon backers that back at a level in which you get a shout-out on the podcast. Those are Allison, Alan, Jennifer, and Cliff. Thank you all for supporting us on Patreon and supporting the podcast. If you feel like being like them at all, you can always head to patreon.com slash malthousegames and check us out, read about what we do. I haven't updated that stuff in a minute. I probably should read and make sure all the text is still accurate. <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, but yes, you can do that. You can head to malthousegames.com to check out our website. You can go to shop.malthousegames.com to see any of the t-shirts with our logos on it. So not a lot of crazy stuff, but you can get our logo on some things. Like a fanny pack. Like a fanny pack or a sticker. Uh, You can also check us out on all social media at Malthouse Games, M-A-L-T-H-A-U-S Games. You can find me personally at Delton Brack, D-E-L-T-O-N-B-R-A-C-K, even though I never use it. You can find Haley at S-Q-U-I-R-R-E-L-Y-G-E-E-K. That is at Squirrely Geek. And I think that that's going to wrap everything up. I've got to get to editing this podcast so I can get it done and ready to go so I can then go to Brian's and play Lost Ruins of Arnak and watch a pay-per-view. Nice. So we got plans, things to do. Thank you so much again for tuning in and listening to this wonderful podcast. Uh, I feel like I threw myself off for some reason. Until next time. (laughs) Until next time, sit back, relax, grab a drink, and play some games. We'll see you folks later. Goodbye. Bye.